everybody. Welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show. Welcome to my living room on the Upper East Side, episode 70. Oh my God, it's a heat wave in New York. I'm dying, I gotta tell you. My apartment, I live in a pre-war apartment building. It was built, I don't know, maybe in like 1910 or 1920. It's a beautiful building. But there's no air conditioning in the laundry room or in the hallways or in the lobby, in the building. There's no air conditioning in the let that marinate for a second. I have air conditioning in my apartment, thank God. So on days like this, this week, where it's a 1,000 degrees out, oh, I'm freaking out. So, yeah, if you're not in New York and you don't know, it's obviously a heat wave. But, of course, you know, the Pacific Northwest, oh, my God. They're having temperatures of 120 degrees, 118 degrees. Mm. I'm actually drinking water right now. I can't even drink my club soda because I'm just on a, I don't even know. I I just, I I, I need, I need to cool down. Anyway, fact of the day, okay? Britney Spears' father and his conservatorship, he won't even let her take her IUD out to have babies. And then today, the judge has denied, granted Britney Spears to end the conservatorship with the father. I know this isn't one of the normal facts that we do, but I just had to get this out because I can't even, first of all, first of all, I know I'm, we're late to the party here talking about Britney Spears, Britney Spears' father and this conservatorship, but I, you know what I don't understand about this? I mean, maybe you're thinking the same thing. This poor girl, okay, you know, whatever, what was it? 12 years ago, she got together with Kevin Federline, that loser, had had a couple kids with them, and had, whatever, fine. She had her nervous breakdown. We all saw the picture. She's shaving her head in the parking lot of a Wawa or 7-Eleven, fine. You know what? So she had a breakdown. Big freaking deal. Have you never had a breakdown? Have I? I have breakdowns every week. God, if my life was on camera every day, I mean, it really could be, so I probably should stop. I'd have breakdowns 24-7. I mean, I'm not shaving my head, thank God. But you know, it's like, it's like that's what the paparazzi picked out then, you know, whenever this was, 2012 or something. This poor girl having her breakdown, going through a some mania situation with the two kids, you know, trying to de- deal with being a pop star, a life where everybody wants in, and, uh, and a horrific husband or, or ex-husband, whatever, whoever he was at that time. And so she has this breakdown, and that's what they captured. They captured this moment of her get it, shaving her own head. And then what happens? You know, they have this conservatorship that the, 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 the judge puts a conservatorship on her that she can't handle her own money. She can't manage her own health, and the father has to do it. We all know this. Fine. But you know what? Here's the thing. What kind of saint is your father, Britney Spears? Jamie Spears. I think that's the father's name, Jamie. What kind of saint are you, Jamie Spears? Well, you're never having breakdowns in your life. Why? You're so special all of a sudden. You first of all, yeah, so you, fine. You wanna be you wanna be an all-concerned father? Fine. You wanna, but you have to put this, you wanna put this legal framework around your daughter and she can't handle her own money? Fine. I understand the money thing for maybe a minute. But then her body, her decisions, her every move she has to do, her medical, her everything. He says who, where she goes to the doctor, what birth control she's taking, what, how many times a week she has to go to the, the therapist, whatever. And then it stays for so long. It's 2021. And this poor, this poor Britney Spears, she still has the conservatorship. And, you know, I didn't know much about it. 
And to be honest, nor do I care. I mean, we care so much sometimes about these such detailed inner workings about the celebrity lives. I don't necessarily really care about the inner workings as Britney Spears. I like Hit Me Baby one more time. I like her. I think you're cute. I think you need to stop wearing such low cut jean shorts on. Like, because she wears the... Oh, she's always on Instagram dancing. I don't know if you watch. And she wear and she's cute. She always wears like a crop top or a bikini top, and she wears these denim shorts and like little like you know like Daisy Dukes. But they're such a they're so low cut and low cut so out of style. It's like Brittany, why are you wearing such low cut shorts? Like at least do a mid rise short. But anyway, but I love her. I, but I don't really care about all the inner workings of her life. But when I heard about the conservatorship. I just, you know, obviously I was hooked into the story. And then the thing that really hooked me into it was when I heard that her father has control on whether or not she can take her birth control out of her. So she has an IUD in. And her father has the legal right to say she cannot take the IUD out, really. Really. And then Britney Spears is in court. And this would suck me in, the IUD thing. She goes to court and she says, for the public, you know, I'm 40 years old, whatever she is. I have a boyfriend. I have two kids. I, I want to be able to get remarried and have another baby, and I can't because I have this uh, conservatorship in place, and I can't even get my IUD in, uh, my IUD taken out. First of all, what kind of pervert father do you have, okay? Or I didn't even say do you have because that, that makes me feel bad. I feel like I'm talking to her. I don't want to talk to her. What kind of pervert are you, Jamie Spears, that you want to control your daughter? Keeping an IUD in. Like, you're such a sick pervert. You know why you're a sick pervert? Because let me tell you why. Because your daughter, she's 40 years old. And she has an IUD in. And, and, and she's 40 years old. And even if Britney Spears, even if your daughter was of mentally insane mind, if she was not of sound mind, and, and, and she couldn't care for her children that she has, her older children that she has, and whatever, she is a adult and she's out there working and she's making money that also supports you. So you you have you have to understand if she's of sound enough mind to work, then she's sound enough mind to to be able to procreate. And guess what? It it everybody needs to be able to take care of their own children. We all know don't have kids if you can't take care of them, of course, right? But guess what? She is Britney Spears and she can have all the money in the world, all the staff in the world. She could probably hire her own family, okay, to, to become full-time nannies and live with her and take care of her children. Should that be the case? Should she have a baby with this boyfriend, Sam, and then not be able to take care of it? You don't need to control that. You, it, honestly, there's, some, there's something perverse about this whole situation. And you know, and I also think there's something perverse about the parents, by the way, in general, that get their kids into show business at such a young age. Like... My mother had me doing, uh, I think I did maybe, I think I did romper room or something like that when I was a kid. You know, she had me like in kid modeling, but that was, that was, I think, what was in style that, you know, parents taking their kids for kids modeling. But, but like these people that take their kids in kids show business, it's like they take it to a whole nother level. Like, it's a little sick. And like, you get your kids under these hot lights, performing, wearing these sexy things, um, you know, all the makeup, and it's like, you don't think that there's there's nobody that's, like, going to be looking at your child the wrong way or touching your child the wrong way. The whole thing makes me uncomfortable, and I think that there's something wrong with the parents. As much as uh, the mother looks adorable, Lynn, she looks adorable, and, and she looks like she's a cute mother. I think there's probably something weird with you, too. What's wrong with you that you can't get the father, Jamie, to, 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 to get his shit together? Honestly, it's, it's abuse. It's, it's like, it's almost like some sort of, like, a 
legal abuse going on, and it's terrible. It's terrible. And I feel bad for her. Anyway, that's the longest fact of the day that I had. But I can't, I just can't get over it. You know what? And by the way, you can get pregnant with an IUD. And I know somebody that got pregnant with an IUD. And it was like, and the baby came out holding this IUD. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, Brittany. But, I mean, maybe you could, you know, figure out ways on how you can make that happen. Or, I mean, do you really need to, like, like is, like, no doctor in the country willing to, like, like get this taken out of you and that's not even the point we I know that's not the point the point is not that she just can't get it out it's that she can't do anything but if you really want to have the baby and time's a ticking time's a ticking you know she better she has to find a way to make sure she can get that IUD out of her and by the way wouldn't it be so psychotic if the conservatorship is lifted like after she's out of her baby making years you know like as she's older, that's probably what would wind up happening because you're a sick psycho, Jamie Spears. Anyway, the other day I had the most crazy urge for banana pudding. You Like, you have no idea. I never even had banana pudding. I had banana pudding for the first time in my life when I was in Florida a few months ago and I went to Publix. I don't know if you remember my mother. She bought a cake. She returned the cake. whole thing was embarrassing. When I was in Publix that time, I was passing the refrigerator section and I my eye... <laughs> All of a sudden, caught, caught, caught this little like 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 Tupperware shaped box of deliciousness, like looked like fluffy yellow pudding with some c- cinnamon diamonds on top. And I was like, oh my god, I must have that. And I got it. I took it home, and it was banana pudding. And I never had it. Well, Magnolia Bakery in the city, downtown, makes famous ba- banana pudding. I actually think you can order it on Gold Belly. Well, you could probably order it from Magnolia Bakery. But I was dying for banana pudding the other day because, you know, it's getting my period. So, like, of course. And I, the most, of course, I need to have the most random thing ever. It's like, it's like you know, it's so funny. It's like after I've had my kids, now when I get my period, it's almost like I don't act like a crazy girl, like a crazy girl how I did, like, pre-kids, like, like you know, emotional, whatever. I just, I get, like, pregnant again. It's like, it's like the, the couple of days before my period, I get pregnant again. Like, I, and I have to eat anything and everything. Like, if I'm, if I'm about to get my period and I see commercial for Red Lobster, for Cheddar Bay Biscuits, I'm already in the car on my way to Times Square at Red Lobster. Like, like, re- like, it's ridiculous. So all of a sudden I had this craving for banana pudding. I found this recipe for it, and it was delicious on allrecipes.com. And that website's funny, right, because they have so many recipes on there. Well, no pun intended, all recipes. But no, I don't usually go on that website because there's so many recipes by all the users, and I'm sure everything that all these people make is amazing, but I feel like it's not tested in any kitchen, you know, and like, I, I live in a place where, like, sometimes the, the store across the street doesn't have more dill, you know? So, like, I can't just keep running out. If I, if I make something and then fuck it up, I can't, you know? So, anyway, I go on all recipes. I And because, you know, I was like a ravenous hormonal beast. I was like, first recipe for na- banana pudding. I'm going to do it. So I do the, do the all recipes. It was delicious. Delightful. Let me tell you. All it was was... Um, a box of Nilla wafers, which I had to order on Instacart to come to my house, like, the same day. Because, of course, who has a box of Nilla wafers? And they brought the minis, not the big one. I needed the big ones, but the, the, the whatever. I'm not going to beg. It's not going to be choosers. So I do the mini Nilla wafers at the bottom of a Pyrex dish. 
and it also had said, you know, to prepare a box of vanilla pudding. So I did. A, I had a box of vanilla pudding in the cabinet, and you know, you do it with the two cups of milk. But but the recipe called also for a small can of sweetened condensed milk, which I had. Um, I have that for when I make macaroons. I have a bunch of them actually in my pantry, and so. So it's the two cups of the cold milk, the pudding mix, and then a cup of sweetened condensed milk, and you mix it all up, make it extra fattening. And, you you know, you put it in the fridge, let the pudding set, and then you smear the pudding over the vanilla wafers, okay? And then you do another layer of the vanilla wafers, and then you smear the pudding. And then if you want, you know, maybe sprinkle cinnamon, whatever. I couldn't even let the whole thing sit, and then you put it in the fridge to set. I couldn't even wait. I literally ate half of it. It was so good. I don't even know what came over me. I don't even like vanilla pudding. Oh my god! This is how you know what this is. This is how this is how crazy I am. I forgot the bananas. I'm talking about banana pudding without bananas. No, so you take vanilla wafers, you put them on the bottom layer of the pyrexes, then you you slice up like eight bananas, whatever you have, slice them up into little banana coins, lay them out over the vanilla, then spread the vanilla pudding. Then you do another layer of the wafers, then another layer of the bananas, and then and then the other layer of the pudding with the cinnamon. And that's the recipe. Of course, I'm doing a pudding recipe without the, a banana pudding recipe without the bananas. That's okay. We're crazy today. It's the heat. But it was so good. It was so good. I actually wondered after I went on my ravenous consumption of the pudding five minutes after I made it, I wondered once I put the plastic wrap on it and put it in the fridge with the bananas inside the pudding turned brown, you know, in the next day or, or even the next few hours. And they didn't. They did not. Oh, so delicious. I recommend it. I totally recommend it. I mean, and it would have been good with some whipped cream, too. I didn't have any, but um, you know why I don't keep whipped cream in the house? I'm going to tell you why. Because I have a problem. Every time I open the fridge, I want to squirt it in my mouth. Like, And then my kids see me doing this, and then they're asking me for whipped cream. You know, Ma, can you squirt it in my mouth? Mane, can you squirt some of that in my mouth? And it's like anybody that would see the scene would think you're a horrible mother. Like, like I open the fridge when I'm making sandwiches for school that morning. I'll see a thing of whipped cream. I give myself a squirt, and then I got two kids dressed for school also asking, and, and people watch this and be like, what kind of mother is this? <laughs> so I don't, keep, I don't keep it in there. I don't keep it in there. But it was so good. Oh, so good. You know who has the cutest sandals out right now? Flats, jelly flats, cutest sandals. Sorry for all the guys out there listening. But Katy Perry. Katy, Katy Perry. She has these uh, these flat sandals. They're um, just these little jelly sandals. I've been getting retargeted ads for them on Instagram. They're adorable. Little jelly sandals in all different colors. Flats. They have like, they're like a T-strap. And by the toe... Instead of just like the T-strap bar, it's like by the by like your big toe, it's like a slice of a lemon, a jelly lemon, or a slice of lime, or a pineapple. They're so cute. $50. $50 for jelly sandals. You know what? For a cute pair, I would probably buy it. I, I, I haven't seen them in the store yet, but online they look so cute. And of course, because I clicked on the jelly sandal, Katy Perry, then I'm getting at all the other jelly sandal ads that, of course, then I'm looking at because some of them in, were interesting to me. And you know who else redid their shoe collection? Hush Puppies. Remember Hush Puppies? Those suede loafers. Remember those? Um, well, they came out with jelly sandals. They're called Bright Gels. And they're, they're cute. They're saying Hush Puppies 
Remember, hush puppies. We imagine. We reimagined. We reimagined our uh, the, the traditional jelly sandal with with a strap, and they call their thing bright gels, but they're cute. And then the other, the last sandal company, which I was shocked, was Teva. Oh God, <clears throat> I cannot stand Tevas. You know Tevas, the black flat sandal with the velcro top. I mean, like right now actually they I think they are they are a little in style. I see a lot of girls and guys wearing them around the city cuz you know, it's I don't know, it's crazy 90s mania. They're not for me. But and I but I do know they're comfortable and I know they're in style. Personally, I think they're hideous. I might as well say, let me throw on a pair of black velcro tevas, put my hair in long pigtail braids, wear a hemp necklace, and go to Lilith Fair. No, thank you. Not for me. Not for me. But, but they, they, but Tevas, they made, um, they partnered with this designer, Christian Cowan, and they made uh, these pink, like plastic, whatever, glitter iridescent Tevas. They're actually not terrible. Look at them. They're not terrible. When you go to the website, <clears throat> it's like Christian Cowan and Teva, and, um, you know, and, and they, they're like, oh, we're, plant, we're a plant-based shoe, a.k.a. you plastic. Like, we're a plant-based shoe. No, you plastic. <laughs> um, they, they're pink. They're pink glitter flats, Tevas. They even have a gladiator Teva. If you want to kick it up to the next level, you, uh, the flat pink bottom with the pink glitter iridescent Teva straps all the way up to the knee. Yeah. Those are not for me. Maybe the flat ones, but I showed my boyfriend. We're on the couch. I'm like, you know, Tevas. He's like, oh, Elise, don't. And I'm like, I'm not. And and <laughs> and I'm like, no, but they redid it. Look at these pink ones with the glitter straps. And he's like, ew, because they also have these big, giant, chunky. Um, instead of a Velcro, it's like they have a clip, like almost like a like a seatbelt clip, like 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 a clip that you would have on a backpack. Like wait till you see it. They're, they're, it's not for me. It's not for me. But maybe for some, and I say not for me, you might wind up seeing me in a video wearing them because you know why? Walking around the city everywhere, I need comfortable shoes. I think I told you a few weeks ago, would I wear to walk in, the, in this hot summer? I wear the, 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 the Birkenstocks. Like, they're not beautiful at all, but another play on the shoe. I should, you know, I didn't even think about that. But um, the plasticky Birkenstocks, the Eva ones, they, they're, they're very comfortable. All Everybody, literally everybody wears them. That's what I'm wearing, and my feet are so comfortable wearing them. Um, and, you know, I'm, I don't really want to admit, but sometimes I go into Clark's or whatever, or, like, the walking store, you know that store, the walking company? They, they always have, like, cute shoes in there. Um, well, decent, comfortable shoes. I'm just talking about for walking, for walking. I'm loving. I am loving, by the way. I am absolutely loving this, the, the trend of the clear the clear high heels because I love clear high heels one it's, and you get you get a double effect with them one it's the Cinderella effect I feel like I'm Cinderella with a clear shoe and a clear heel and I also feel like a hooker like it's like it's like it's like I feel like a sexy princess there it is right wrapped into one I I absolutely love it but I can't wear those in the city walking around with with a clear high heel can you imagine a clear kitten heel a clear kitten heel that's shaped in the, of a Roman column, and then a top, a clear plastic top. Come on. Come on. Anywho. I don't know if you saw some videos I did online. I did some videos with Little Mo Mozzarella. He's, uh, 
he's this kid. He's this kid from Queens, and he's funny. He, um, you know, he's a wife and a couple kids, and uh, he basically just goes around and reviewing restaurants. And you know, he's like a neighborhood guy. He's really funny. Um, and a bunch of people that uh, both follow us on um, social media was like, "Oh, you should partner." You should, guys should meet up and partner. And you know what's funny is so many people on social media, right, that do these videos or whatever, they have huge egos. They would never, they never would be like, yes, let's partner, like, like you know, respond to the person, say, yes, I'll follow. But, you know, this one one guy did it and then a few other people did it. Writes to me and says, hey, Elise, like, you should follow this guy or partner with him. So I said, okay, I'll try. Sure, why not? I think he's funny. So I reach out to him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And we meet up, and that's just like, t- you know why? You know why that happened? Because we're two normal Italian people, that's why. Because I'm Italian, originally from Staten Island. Well, I should say, I don't know if I'm originally from Brooklyn. I was born in Brooklyn. I grew up in Staten Island. But I'm New York Italian, reaching out to him, and he's a New York Italian. And we don't have egos. We don't care about that shit. So we just met up and did the thing, and it was funny and whatever. I mean, I looked so hideous in this video because it was 99 degrees, okay? And my hair is looking all shungad in it. But the point is, is that we met up and we had a great time. And, uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to do more together. It would be fun to do more, but, you know, there, but there is a lot of the scheduling stuff that goes on. We have to figure that out. Um, but we are going to do a show. He wants to do a stand-up show. So I told him. I'm not going around talking about a show. I talk, I'm talk. i talking about a lot of shows right now, and I am putting together something at the end of September, which, by the way, I found a venue for. My show at the end of the September, at the end of September, is going to be at The Stand downtown. It's a comedy club. Uh, if you haven't been, it's really nice. The Stand, They ha- the food's delicious at The Stand, and it's a nice, clean place. The, we're going to do it da- in the downstairs room. That room seats about 1.30. It'll be good. Um, so now I'm just working on uh, a lineup with... Um, getting a couple other comics on. So that'll be great. And I mean, you know, I mean, I guess like little Mo Mutz could come on and do that show, but Mo is not a comic. That's the thing. He's not a comic. He's he's funny online, but he doesn't do stand-up. You know, so there's no, the, the, the jokes, you know, you need to be tight. That's a whole art and a writing and the whole business. But uh, but him and I are going to do a show together and he's get, not at the stand. That's really my show. But um, we're going to pick a date. I'll let you know. It's going to be in Little Italy. Um, He's going to host it. I think that he could do a good job hosting the show. And uh, it'll be me and a couple other Italian comics. We'll see. It'll be fun. Super fun. I'll keep you posted. But he's a funny guy. You should check him out. Check, check him out. Check him out. Um, update on my Rent the Runway, if you're curious. Okay. Uh, my Rent the Runway nightmare I was going off, off about last week. Well, just to let you know, okay, <laughs> I had a wedding to go to. In New Jersey this past weekend, which was amazing. My cousin Joey and his bride, Francesca, congratulations. You both were amazing and looked gorgeous. I did a Rent the Runway order before the wedding because I was like, I'm going to, this is my last time trying Rent the Runway, right? I go, I put the order in. I order like 10 10 dresses. Not one came. Because you know why? Because something happened on the back end. My app broke. Okay, they never got my order. It never came. So you can imagine, after getting two months of damaged stuff on the third time I tried my order, I say, I'll stay on as a customer. The order doesn't even show up. I was crazy. I was running around, running around in Manhattan the day of the wedding trying to find something to wear. And I didn't find anything. Well, I'll tell you that in a second. But I did find, but... I wound up wearing this old dress I had, which wound up looking cute, by the way. But it was like a maternity dress. Can you imagine when I was like, New, newish pregnant, 
Do you know how horrible that felt to go put on a maternity dress? It's like, this is an all-time new low. My kids are five and six. It was like, I couldn't find anything else. But, um, but I had a great time. It was an amazing wedding. And her father is adorable. Francesca's father, he surprised her with Cher. He knows that Cher is his daughter's favorite singer. And he just wanted to make her day even more special. <laughs> it was like... Let's book share and have her perform at the wedding. Of course, why not? That's, a, that's just what you do, right? And I love that. It's like the nicest, the nicest thing. I think it's the nicest, sweetest thing. And the share was good. And the cutest part, let me tell you, share at an Italian wedding. One, hilarious. But two, there were people that thought it was the actual share. Like people at the wedding. People at the wedding were like, oh my God, how much does that cost to get share to come to the real wedding? The real Cher to come to a real wedding. And I was just dying. I was like thinking, do you not see this guy's giant Adam apple? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I did, though, find a couple of dresses the day of the wedding. There's a store. It's, it, <clears throat> it's good to know about this store. This store is named Lara. It's in the uh, garment district. It's a wholesale store, but they do retail. They, they'll sell to the public. It's cash only. Oh, no, no. Is it cash only? I pay cash. I can't remember. It might be cash only. But all they sell at this store, Lara, it's in, I think it's on West 37, between 8th and 9th. They only sell, like, gowns but they and, and, like, beaded dresses. Beaded gowns and beaded short dresses. So you have to want to be, like, very fancy. But, you know, sometimes you go to, if you have to go to a fancy affair, you go to Nordstrom or whatever you go, in the mall, wherever, and the dresses are eight, nine hundred dollars, and you're like, "Are you kidding me?" This store, Lara, if you ever want a store in New York City, everything's beaded, everything's very fancy. You know, you have to like that style. It's very like you know, Vegas, uh, but not no, it's not Vegas. It's not Vegas like like gold beaded sequins and like feathers. They did have feathers and they did have gold, but you know, there was black. They had they had black and stuff, black beads. But anyway. Um, the dresses for the sequin dresses were like $200 each. And, you know, yes, still expensive, of course, for a dress, but cheaper than you'd find if you went to one of these evening dress boutiques. I mean, you know. So if, if you're ever in the market, that's a good store. Lara, here's the problem with it. They, you can't try on because it's a wholesale store. Misery. And they don't give you your money back. You could just do an exchange. So that's that. That's that. That's the store there. I was reading an article with Ice T, you know, Ice T and Coco, his wife, and she looks like a real life Barbie doll. You know what Ice T said? Ice T said, the secret to a happy marriage is jungle sex. <laughs> I was like, what is jungle sex? I thought it was like what it sounded like, just completely animalistic sex. It's not. I, I, I think it's kind of cute, but he said, Jungle sex, let me, I have it written down. Jungle sex is when you know, when you know what it is that gets you turned on and you build up to it. So he said, it's when you're willing to accommodate the other person's kinks and you take that sex to the next level. And he said, that's jungle sex. I love that. I love that. I don't know what kind of kinks I have going on in the bedroom, but I like the jungle. I like the jungle sex. I think that's cute. I think that's cute because it's like you know, it's about it's about each other. It's all about each other, and it's like you know, it's just you two. If if you marry you two, who you might as well just let everybody know what you're into. I mean, who cares? What's the point of what's the point of being sheepish about that? When I was married, 
I mean, my ex, he was great in so many ways, and I've said this a million times, but... I don't know. He he wasn't so comfortable with his sexuality. I mean, and that's fine. Not not he wasn't gay. He was completely straight and he was great. But he and it was fine in that department. We had kids or whatnot. But but he wasn't comfortable. You know, so like I remember once I went to Fredericks of Hollywood before they closed it. <laughs> and I had to buy a whole getup because I just thought it was adorable. You know, and I put it on and I come out into the bedroom. Which, which takes balls anyway, by the way, as you know, for the girls that are listening. And I come out in the bedroom and I'm wearing this whole thing, you know, like corset, probably with sequins and feathers, you know, probably a train. I can't really remember all the details of it. And, uh, and, he, and you know what he says to me? What are you wearing? And I'm like, what am I wearing? I'm like, well, I'm wearing the most beautiful thing you're ever going to see in your entire life. What are you kidding me? And he, and that, 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 the t- and maybe he didn't even say it like that. Maybe he said it like, no, I think that's how he said it. I came out in the bedroom and he's like, lovely, what are you wearing? And you know what? That immediate sound of disdain to his voice, that immediate question, just that one line, I was like, you know what? I, 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 I feel horrible. I got to go in the bedroom. I did, of course, say this was the best thing you're ever going to see in your entire life. But he was uncomfortable. He was uncomfortable. And you can't. It, that you can't be uncomfortable when you're married. I mean, like about stuff like that. So I like to wear big, big, sexy lingerie. And what? You shy about it? All right. So I don't have to wear it all the time. But like, how uncomfortable did that make me feel? It was terrible. We were not having jungle sex. Is the is the point there? Okay. Is the absolute point there? I don't know if you guys have young kids, if you, if, who listens with young kids, but like I said, my daughter's five and six years old. Can you believe these girls, they still want to sleep in my bed? I have a king bed. Oh, I hear the rain coming. Thank God we need rain. We need rain. I have a big king bed, adjustable bed. Oh, I love it. Split king. And every night they come in my bed. They come in my bed, and it's so cute because they're little, you know, and they, you know, they knock on my door ever so gently. Mommy? Mommy, mommy, can I sleep in your bed? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but I never can say no. But the thing is, in the morning, I wake up and I'm so tired because they, 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 they both want to sleep next to me. And I refuse to sleep in the middle. I'm not sleeping in the middle of my bed. So they both sleep. They, they take turns, you know, like who could sleep next to mommy. And, I, and they smush up next to me. Oh, my God. Nobody's getting a good sleep. I, I have to stop this. My nanny, she's, you know, she's tough as nails. And she has seven kids of her own. She's older. She's in her 70s. And she, I, I'm actually younger than her youngest child. And, um, or maybe we're like the same age. But anyway, she says to me, Elise, you got to just like, the second they come in the bed, get up, put them back in your bed. I put them back in their bed. And I, I tell her, I said, I'm tired though. I'm tired. I'm sleeping. They're coming in. I got these little girls walking in my room. Pr- you know, prancing in my room at one, two, three in the morning. I don't want to get out of bed at three in the morning because then I get out of bed. I put them into bed. Then I got to go to the bathroom. Then maybe I want some water. Then I pass the fridge. I maybe want to squirt of the whip. I mean, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so it's easier. The path of least resistance is just to say, okay, jump in. But it is exhausting. It's exhausting. And I don't know if this happens to you, but... It's got to stop. It's got to stop. They, they say, 
okay, tonight we're going to sleep in our own bed. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try a little thing. Like if you sleep in your own bed for four nights in a row, you know, then we'll go get ice cream on Friday, something like that. Give them like a little incentive. But I, I, they're also still little, you know, and they're getting bigger and all oh, one graduated kindergarten and then the other one graduated first grade. Now they're going to be in first and second grade. And it's like maybe just a couple more nights is okay. But then, of course, I wake up so tired and I'm just like, no. And it, and, and I don't want like a big giant first grade a foot in my back like, all night long because they don't sleep like regular, you know, normal. They, they, they're sleeping like sideways on the bed. You know, they're all over the place. It's like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> anyway, next week I'm in Florida. I am going to try to record an episode while I'm there. I'm in Florida. I'm taking my daughters to Naples. We're visiting my mother at her condo there. Um, I'm hoping I could get on stage down there. There's a club off the hook, but Paulie Shore is headlining down there all the nights. I'm going to reach out to Paulie. Paulie, boy, I'm going to ask him, can I get a couple of guest spots on your show? Um, <clears throat> and, you know, hopefully one of these days... Hopefully one of these days, Deluge, Elise Deluge is, you know, I'm just going to do my own tour. That's why I'm going to see how the turnout is uh, September at the stand. If I do the stand in, at the end of September and I sell out the stand, 130 seats or whatever, then I could take that and I could go to the other clubs and start to put together a tour, which will be amazing. Because if anybody's, all you need to do is do a show, sell it out, do a show in New York City, sell it out, right? Deliver for everybody. Everybody has a great time. And then you could go and and, and get yourself, get a tour going for yourself. That's how it goes. And you know what? It doesn't matter how many followers you have online. It doesn't matter. You have to be able to deliver to the audience. They have to like you. You have to make the people laugh. So that's the plan. That's the plan. Stay tuned on that more in September. Got to get everybody to come out. We'll have a great time. So, yeah, next week I'm going to be in Naples, Florida. I'll be TikToking from there. I'm sure my mother's going to return about a 1,000 more cakes. She's all sensitive these days. Every time I take my phone out, she's like, don't video me. I'm like, will you relax? I'm always videoing you, meanwhile, on the DL. But the videos are nice. Should I, you know, I guess I should get her consent before I post. But I, I don't really post my mother at all because she, she really does get crazy. She's a character, though, my mother. She really is a character. So returning clothes, returning food, cutting giant-sized tags off her clothes, sewing in smaller ones. You know, she has big... She's not giant size. It's just she likes everything loose. You know, she has fluffy red hair, short, you know, teases it up with the pick, with the Aquanet. She's a character, but she, she won't. She'll be a good character on a sitcom when I care somebody for her. Not, not, not her. <laughs> but anyway... Um, okay, so that's it for today, the Elisa Lucci Show. I hope you guys have an amazing 4th of July weekend. I actually don't have any plans. I'm doing a staycation because on the 6th, I'm hitting JetBlue with the kids, and we're going to Florida, and we're going to have a great time. So more on that there. And I hope that you guys have a great 4th of July weekend. It is now. I'm looking out the window. It's starting to rain. Um... Hopefully it cools down. So stay cool, everybody. Have a great holiday weekend, and I will talk to you soon. Oh, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok, at Elise DeLucci. Leave a review on the Apple Podcast. So speak to you later. Ciao, baby.